exactly what is out there. Welcome to Bevan World episode three. This week we're talking about an episode name I can't pronounce. Do you know how what Virtue Fortuna? Virtually Fortuna, yeah. Virtue Virtually Fortuna. Is that it? Is that the reference? Yeah. Okay, I didn't actually look it up. Um directed by Richard J. Lewis, writers Robert Patino and Ron Fitzgerald. We're gonna be breaking down the episode. Joining me today, as usual, Nicholas Pryor. That's me. And I am your guest for this week, Dylan Blight. I changed it. I went in when I, because, hey, if uh, if you're watching the video, Bevan World is now a uh, po- podcast you can you can do also now. And when I was putting in the descriptions for them into the audio versions, and usually on all our other podcasts, it says ho- hosts, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like host Dylan, host Nick. And then I was looking at it, I'm like, this shit is wrong. And I changed it so it says guests. Because <laughs> we're guests, not hosts. <laughs> or are we? Oh, okay. yeah, get, yeah. It, yeah. get it? Get yeah, it? Get yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was me having... (laughs) I thought it was funny. Alright, so the synopsis for this episode is there is a beauty in who we are, shouldn't we too try to survive? Which is just a quote that is said in the episode from... uh, Fuck, man. Who said it? Uh, Dolores. uh, Dolores, yeah. Dolores said it. Um, All the other episodes have actual proper synopsis like... In the wake of the after party, blah, 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 who tries to escape this one? They're just like, we'll chuck a, we'll chuck a quote on it. All right. So before we jump into the breakdown, as usual, what was your overall opinions on this week's episode, Nick? Not too hot on this one. Why? What was the, what was the problem? Uh, the CGI, the, the whole battle scene, um, just little niggly things. Yeah. I... I'll, I'll agree that we t- we talked at the end of last week's episode and was like, maybe the CGI for the tiger will look better by the time we get to this week's episode. Nope. No. Nope. Still still look pretty crap. Um, the battle scene also at Fort... Fallline? Fall? Fallon Hope. Fallon Hope, yeah. Um, was pretty shit, yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was bad. It was bad. It's like they, they wanted to have some sort of battle sequence in episode three and they're like look we do spend a bit of money on this show but not quite enough like you've you've probably got something bigger happening in episodes like eight or ten or something you know down the line we spent a fuck ton of money on making the shogun world this season like that was pretty much all your budget on making another world yeah do we have money to make a good action scene in episode three no no, no, we do not. That is not in the budget at all. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Um, we'll talk about it more when we get to it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I'd say it's the weakest episode of the season so far. Easily, yep. Easily. With that said, still a lot of cool things happened. I thought, still yeah. enjoyed it, but um, just on West Westworld par, the weakest episode of this season yeah. so far. I'd say, yeah. Um, so jumping into it, we get a bit of a prologue this this episode uh before the opening credits which is all at first you're like did you have the same reaction i did so it opens you you see a, a building you see yep. people walking around, and you're kind of doing the whole like is this or park is this the real world somewhere 
I immediately, I thought with them ending with the Tiger, like next episode Tiger, then starting with this and it being India, I thought that's India straight away. That's the Raj world or whatever. It could have been like a red herring to open yeah, it. Yeah. And then it could have twisted it and been somewhere in the real world. So yeah. I wasn't, wasn't jumping on, but it, it, it is a Raj world, which they, yeah. they never call it in the episode, but they confirm on. I believe on the Delos website, it's called the Raj. The Raj, but I'm yeah. refusing to call it the Raj world. I'm just going to call it Raj world. <clears throat> Look, do I call it the West world? No, but that's not the name of the park according to Delos website. Yeah, but it all just looks more consistent if the, you, the one, this park doesn't have the, this park doesn't have, anyway. So well, there's open... four other, what, three other parks we don't know about. They could all be the something. At which point, then I'll, be, call, then be, I'll be calling it the Westworld. <laughs> 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 Just to keep everything in line. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, Rajworld, British-ruled India. That's a park that exists for, which is which is odd. Uh, I'll talk talk more a bit about that in a second. But the, the scene that we get is two new characters. Um, you get this yep. lady, she's sitting at a bench. And this guy, or a table, like breakfast or brunching or whatever's happening. Um, They're all... Yeah, have a nice cup of tea. They... She gets talking to this dude who walks over, sits near her. Someone tries to come up, a a host, to basically separate them. And they make this little little note about, oh, they really don't want us talking. Which, I think, um, by the end of this episode, because, spoilers, he dies, obviously... Um, and she like washes up on the Westworld uh, shores at the end of it and tying that in with the fact that like someone's trying to keep her from talking to this guy she seems like she might be someone of importance that could be connected in some way to something we already know just not someone random Um, my initial thoughts man like daughter yeah yeah (laughs) that's that also, that notebook that she has is, I'm fairly certain, the notebook that he had in the first season. Is it? Yeah. No, I'd have to go back and, and double check. on the map is the, there's a symbol which looks like two Ds interlinked, and that symbol also comes up on the tablet Bernard has later. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Um, but do, do you have the problem, if it is the Man of Black's daughter, is that just too easy, like, like a bit too interconnected plot writing, you know. Oh, I can see her motivation, like, because she blames him for the death of their mother. Mother, yep. And I think it's a way for her to get into it, I don't know, to try to discover what so, big, like, ate his whole life up. And with them going to, she going on a specific expedition to literally the edge of that park, I think it was a way for her to maybe hop parks to get into Westworld on an undetected, I guess. Because him being like pretty much the owner of everything, he would know all the goings on and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, she admitted, like she says to the guy when they head up to the room or like as they're heading up to his her room, yeah. that like they're, he's like, oh, you're here for the, the, the elephant hunt? No, the tiger, tiger hunt. hunting. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. She's like, yeah, it sounds great or whatever. So yeah. Maybe that's just all a disguise for her to to get to the edge of the park, and they purposely do say like he's like right at the edge of the park, you know, like yeah. way out there. That's where we've got to go. So yeah. that's that is probably something worth noting. Um, so and then the other the other thing that kind of ties her into being man and black related is her personality, I guess, because yeah. they get up there, they start making out, 
Um, and then she's worried about him being a, a host. Yeah. And to prove it, she walks into a room, has a fuck ton of guns just sitting there. Yeah. And she's like, all right, well, got to shoot you. And he's like, oh, I don't really want to do... And then she just shoots him anyway um, yeah. with one of the park guns. And like, if, if he was a, a host, he would have been actually shot but because of the way it's all set up and they explain that in like the first or second episode of season one like yeah there was also an interview with the director they go um question da, 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 da. um obviously they can tell if they're aimed at a human or a host but the guns fire bullets at different speeds depending on who which they're aimed at or do they internally switch ammo from lethal to non-lethal or something else and the response they gave was they do slow down and create more of a bruise effect there's a safety mechanism that's locked in when it's on a human that it creates a different velocity for the bullet. There you go. I mean, it's, that's just, that's the, that's him giving an answer to the people who are like, explain how this works. Even though I personally was like, I don't really like, you could just be like, they aim the this, gun this, at humans. This specifically it's- bugs me because if it knows when it's locked onto a human, it slows down the velocity. How and then are the hosts using those same guns to kill the guests? Um, I suppose if we, if you could, they hack the guns, you know, like whatever. I'm sure yeah. it, it seems like something that'd be very easy to write in an answer for if they wanted to, you know, yeah. and it's the kind of thing where you could be like, oh, that's, yeah, you just went from dot point to dot point to dot point and was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it makes sense, but you just made that up and it would be like, yeah, so like, whatever. Um, so she sh- shoots him, he goes down, gets bruised on the shoulder decent bruise too like a pellet big ass pellet gun type shit yeah. happening or something um then they fuck i suppose i don't know and then it cuts to the the next scene and they're they're on the elephants and they're hunting for the tigers and they they've headed out to this outpost section i suppose you'd call it um and yeah. when they arrive there she quickly notices that all the hosts are missing there's like no one else there no other guests there's this you yeah. know this whole campsite basically set up and they're the only ones there their person that took them there just wandered off where the hell did he go don't know and then they open up this tent inside the tent bunch of dead bodies and then their yep. host that drove, drove them in no they guess the guess yeah guess so yeah. uh all dead shot she's like oh this is weird turn around guys coming back with a gun to shoot them muttering about violent delights and all that sort of nonsense um and then the guy of course is as you would He's like, what are you so scared about? Like, maybe he's, maybe they have gone a bit haywire, but, or maybe yeah. this is all part of the storyline or something it's like this. Oh, they've amped up the oh. story or. Before we get further, I want to mention how good that rendition of Seven Nation Army was at the beginning. Yeah, I saw heaps of people. I completely missed that, probably because really? I'm not as attuned to it. But yeah, I saw people online pointing out that they're like, at the start, did everyone miss that? But I saw other people being like, oh, I wasn't paying enough attention. Maybe because yeah. it's right at the start of the episode and you kind of just like, you're not like zoned in yeah. yet, you know, if they put it in, in the middle of the episode or towards the end where you're fully paying attention, I was just like, still probably like, oh, it's on, it's on, right, okay, yeah, settle in. Um, so, but then the guy gets shot, he's dead, woman bolts, yeah. uh, manages gets to get a shot off, get, shotgun, yeah. get a, grabs a shotgun, shoots him, manages to run off, runs into Bel- Bengal Tiger, shoots Tiger once, survives, runs to the edge of the park and this is I, I really enjoy because it, it, every last two episodes we're like how does yeah. the park work blah blah yeah. blah 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 finally get an answer to that there is 
at the edge of this park, there is literally like a bridgeway connecting it to another park, like a big gaping. Yeah, like literally. I, I think it's like the, like the back roads and all the maintenance roads and stuff like that. Yeah, stuff like that, which would make sense. Um, and there's like a little laser beam on the the like the tracks when people walk through yeah. it and then as she's walking through it, it's like please turn around you have reached the edge of the experience please turn around yeah. you've reached the edge of the experience the interesting thing of course is the fact that the tiger can just walk through it without yeah. it dying or something like that which you'd think yeah. would be a countermeasure but at this point none of the countermeasures are obviously working no. so they're just fucked but i presume that's something that they would have in play in case something like that happened if everything yeah. was working correctly yeah. um she runs to the edge of this cliff tiger runs at her shoots it they both like fall off into the, the ocean and then the mm -hmm. credits start opening and you're like oh okay so that's how the tiger shows up wonder what happens yeah. to her we don't know until the end of the episode i thought it was a cool way to open the episode yeah um, i enjoyed it fairly lengthy sequence like a, yeah. to set it up before getting into the the meat of the episode i suppose um it is so the 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 big thing that I find interesting about this with Raj World is that it is a park that is about being colonized of some sort, you know, like it's themed with, it's, it, it's, it is a British ruled India, right? Yeah. Like it, it could have been anything else, but that is like one of the parks. Westworld is also about a park where it's basically white Americans coming in, pushing out the Native Americans. Mm, depends when it's set because by that time it's pretty much all been taken over well you can go in it's, it's the beginning if it's the end of the 1800s the beginning of the 1900s but you, either way you can go in and hunt down the native americans like oh they're the bad yeah. guys they're the real you know the, they're the bad guys in this thing um hmm. so what i find all interesting about that is so far a bunch of the parks that we know about are purposely themed about some sort of you know rule of sort yeah. I don't think it's a purpose. I just think it's they're heavily romanticized. What history of? Well, I take away from that, if you will, but I don't think they're set up specifically as oppressive type things. Don't you think? Because so? like, look at look at all the media about Wild West and then colonial areas romanticized in England and all that. And I believe I read that it's also romanticized in India itself as well. Like, it, they're also catering not only white people, like, I don't know, I guess everyone that's rich could go there. Well, it's catering Shogun to the rich. World, I, I can't imagine it'd be, because it no, well, seemed they, to be I a mean, period before Western integration. Yeah, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode a bit, because there is a description up for that, which is worth pointing out for the type of park and entertainment yeah. you're getting from it. But so far, both the parks are, come to Westworld and, you know, violence, sex... Yeah. whatever and the big bad guys are the, the the native americans which the ghost nation yeah. which uh show up in this episode and we'll talk about it a bit later because they do have an interesting part of this but they're like considered and they talked them up in the first season to be like they're like the, the end of the game like high level boss yeah. like uh, da, 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 da. and then raj world is uh like here come here and you can have the these slave type people serve you and blah blah blah, blah. you know it's yeah. It's definitely catering towards the rich, the whatever the the sick and it plays on the sick of mind of power hungry type shit. And especially when you read the description for Shogun, where it does help for that. So now I'm more intrigued. Like, what are the other worlds going to be? Because yeah. there's no way one of them's just like 
peaceful beach island world you know like it's well i think <laughs> like there's levels of uh intensity and i think raj world i think is for the less intense it's we still have like high in a different setting and like like the most exotic thing i don't know maybe they do the moogle revolution but it's just hunting wild animals kind of like on safari yeah i guess so it's still like a lot it's lower than westworld i guess but it's yeah. still it's still not like beach just yeah. chill like a nice relaxing but i think if you got the money to do that why would you go to a simulated area that's costing you thousands of dollars per day i suppose it's if we're anywhere. we're um well so the, the t let's read the description for to talk about this a bit more so description yeah. for raj world from the website is if being pampered by a world-class bar by a world-class bar is your cup of tea at the darling tea the park's jungles and mountains are your only chance of glimpse of magnificent beasts long vanished from your world. So yeah. the most interesting line in that to me is the long, beast long, beasts that are long vanished from your world. Yeah, obviously. Extinct, yeah. Um, it's kind of like a zoo. Yeah, even. I guess. Safari of some, some yeah. sorts. Way more high-tech safari than what we've got these days. But yeah. um, I think it's just the most interesting line because we do have this whole theory running and obviously we wonder what the real world's like and if it's like semi-destroyed to some degree yeah. ruined like dying earth type yeah. scenario um and that that information obviously lends to that sort of theory where it's yeah. like beasts that have died out they didn't just specifically say like this tiger has died out it's like beasts yeah. long so it's other things yeah. you wouldn't be surprised if it's like it's like oh bears are dead blah 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 like all sorts yeah. of fucking animals are dead so it's just, it is just hinting at kind of what's happening to the real world a bit more there's I guess. also more than that hints to that as well like when jumping ahead a bit where um she uh, De, uh dolores asked bernard if he's been out there and he didn't answer she goes i've been out there but that was 30 years ago like the world could have been such a different place now yeah and also i was thinking more about it since last week we we can really not confirm if that was the real world yeah that's true also yeah you know we like, just assume it yeah it could have literally been virtual reality yeah like they're gonna pull back and be like oh it was vr like yeah where i don't know westworld caters like i know there was something james goes i'm not interested in virtual something i'm interested in the reality and william is pushing on something like where all the rich and powerful of the world live in these delos world type things mm -hmm way to escape yeah i don't know this sort of cataclysmic event going on and i read this other theory that logan wasn't injecting drugs it was kind of like an antidote or a medicine or something like that for like Talking a poison about, that's yeah, ripping the, the earth apart or something yeah, i don't know whatever it is could be um could be something like that i'll buy mm. it um all right let's move into the next scene and the the actual start of the episode i guess not the, yeah. the prologue section so we jump ahead to the the future timeline as i i call it which is the like wake up on the beach banana timeline yeah uh, event which future so charlotte uh is inside a, a bunker area or whatever and bernard walks yeah. in with the the bunch of other dudes that he was with last time we saw them uh the big leader of delos dude whatever his yeah. name was um well not leader of delos but the men um this is interesting because of course now we know that charlotte survives yeah to the to at least this timeline because yep. anytime we see a new character that bernard runs into in that timeline it's like oh so they don't die yeah we know that teddy's dead 
and a bunch of other hosts are dead because we saw them all drowned in the lake, but we yeah. didn't know if she survived, blah, 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 blah. She says this interesting line that is, you survived, I didn't think you had it in you. Yeah. So, which I, I find, think like, she knows he's a host. Yeah, the way she the way she said it then was very, yeah. like... It's like, oh, I know you're one. Yeah, it's a bit weird. And there was, the fact that, there was the fact he just wakes up on the beach, everyone yeah. else is not paying any attention to him until, like, the last second, and they're like, oh, you... You survived. Like, wouldn't yeah. su- I wouldn't be surprised if it's like they all know he's a yeah. host but at this stage. So, um, wouldn't be surprised. Then she says to him, Do you have any idea where Peter Abernathy may have gone? So, yeah. it kind of sets up the episode to be, Hey, look, they, they do actually find him at some point yeah. and then he goes missing again. So, yeah. let's diddle, diddle, diddle. And he has like, but the, the interesting part about it going back into the past is it doesn't just jump scene or something like that. It is, he has like a, a mind flicker. So yeah. I don't know if it was like him remembering again yeah. or we're literally seeing into the past through his memories as he's remembering yeah. it kind of thing. I don't know. You could also go into, they could do twists and stuff later on that don't make sense as saying that he was like a unre- unreliable narrator or whatever. That kind of mechanic, storytelling. They could. I'd, yeah, could be a thing. I'd buy it. Um, it would explain a lot of the weird stuff that's happening this season, yeah. I guess. Um, so then Charlotte and Bernard in the the past, they're off to look for Peter, of course, after yeah. they, they tracked him on their computer systems in the bunker in episode one. Yes, one? Yeah. Um, they find a bunch of hosts who are holding up everyone, a bunch of people, including Abernathy and a bunch of other real human people i took it like they were yeah do they think abernathy's a human i guess that was what i took it as yeah i think they thought he was a human Mm. um one of the dudes is steve steven og steve og steven (laughs) og Og, yeah Yeah, from gta walking dead whatever however you most know him for uh rebus is his character in this who we see being shot in the head in the the seasoning season opener so we know he survives up until that point solely going off the theory that there's no way anyone's repairing hosts and putting them back into the yeah. park <laughs> like so it's like if anyone's get shot you can time where they're gonna yeah. die or not um so they go back over he's like holding them all up to trade off to people he's selling them as like selling them to the confederales i think yeah something yeah. like that it's it, they're still just like on their storyline but yeah. it's it's really weird how it's it's playing out considering none of the people that they find or pick up make any sense for the story yeah. um and then abernathy's on the ground just muttering like you can tell he's yeah. still fucking off his shit off his chops he doesn't know what's going on um they get rebus he like walks off they manage to trick him knock him out get down there yeah. bernard Huck, bernard hacks into his arm changes his whole character profile to basically be the number one superhero of Westworld, <laughs> which turns out to be really f- funny when they go back in there later. <laughs> I'll escort you! Yeah, leave me alone! <laughs> that was one of the funniest lines when he's just like running, I'll help you, leave me alone! <laughs> uh, so this whole time, like, Peter's muttering about getting back onto a train when they get him. Yeah. Um, they get him, because... Rebus goes back in there, lets them all out. Peter is mutting about getting back to a train, blah, 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 blah. They try and help him out. Then he's just like, no, 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 no. You can't. Yeah. You, you just can't be here. He stands in the middle of the road, starts singing a fucking song as the yeah. Confederates roll up on him. Because about his, like, written character, he's an ex-Union soldier, where the Confederates are ex-Southern 
Oh, soldiers. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. I couldn't. Was that like for, like information we got in like one random episode? Yeah. I couldn't even remember. Yeah. I suppose that makes a bit more sense. Um. Then yeah, so he runs. Well, Charlotte runs off on a horse. Yeah. She takes off because they're like, well, we're fucked. They're gonna shoot us. They're gonna shoot Bernard. They're gonna shoot Peter. Yeah. Whatever. I'm off. Bernard stays there. I don't know why he didn't run off as well. It's just like I thought for the. Like, they didn't realise you was there. Well, something, yeah, I don't know, it was yeah. odd. It was like, she's like, alright, bye, peace out. Yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> interesting, whatever. Um, and then they, obviously, they, the Federatis get Peter and uh, Bernard. Yeah. We then cut to Dolores, who finds herself, she's gone down the hill where we last saw her, and she's rocked up on the, the whole army, the encampment. Yeah. The Fort Line Hope, which we find out is what it is in, in a little bit. Um, she nicely introduces herself as White, to the general yeah white yeah yeah call me white just call me white um so then she's obviously trying to talk to him like give me your soldiers blah 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 like what we went through the episode previous with the yeah. captain lieutenant whatever he was i don't, don't don't remember and then clementine comes out of the forest with two bodies of uh zombie humans. Clementine. sorry zombie clementine yeah zombie clementine it's weird how she looks right like but they changed her she looks really crazy and so does um the other girl that's how it, like yeah. you got the two crazy uh yeah. two crazy girls that are like dolores's right hand girls yeah. or whatever and they're both like way more crazy than the the usual host versions yeah she so she drags out two human soldiers uh dolores presents the the weapon to the general he's like what yeah. the fuck is this shit then the dude goes she says let the dude run and then he fires off the gun and it was like oh, oh, oh those are yeah. fucking, like, pretty good like those guns are fucking sick um and then he's like okay well you you just want my help killing some people you're gonna give me a whole bunch of weapons that shoot off yeah. bullets this this pace sure um welcome to fort four on hope um yeah. the thing interesting about this is they're like here have this gun and then later in the battle scene they're all down there with their pea shooters still the fucking repeating rifles and stuff. Yeah, I'm like, what happened to the fucking weapons? We'll get to that later. <laughs> it's, it's, it is, I mean, there's a few annoying things, but, you know, whatever. Um, Maeve, we catch up with Maeve, Hector, and uh, Lee, who yep. notably looks ridiculous in his outfit. <clears throat> Absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Uh, well, his hat on, his little suspenders, everything, pushing along the donkey. Why don't little donkey boy, Lee Sizemore? Um, so they're still wandering through the park, looking on their way to Maeve's daughter. They come across, they're crossing this river, or a lake, river, yeah. whatever. Bed of water of some sort they're crossing. And then uh, one of the Ghost Nation people start creeping up. And yeah. Hector can speak to him. They have this little conversation. Dude's like, you can keep going on the path that you're currently headed. Don't really care. But we get Lee. Yeah. And Maeve's like... No, I kind of still need him. To which yeah. I'm like, why? Why? Yeah. I still don't understand why she needs him. There's there's too, there's too many characters I feel like she hasn't let die, and it's very obvious in this episode, because she won't let him die, and then yeah. also, skipping ahead a bit, we find out what's his fuck, the other doctor dude, who she yeah. slits throat, and then two seconds later was like, oh no, seal him up. I might yeah. need him. I'm like, what do you need him for? <laughs> like, you've already, the old mate, the other guy is your friend, willing to help you, why do you, I don't know anyway so she just apparently won't let characters die when they, they should die as far as I'm concerned um, so then uh, Maeve tries to tries to Jedi mind trick him yep. 
Doesn't work. Doesn't work, which I, I'm i not going to talk about here because I'm tight in towards yeah. the end of the episode because it's worth talk, talking about in a yeah. little bit more depth. But it's worth... It is like, okay, you're odd. She can yeah. control everyone that's a host of some sort. Yeah. How come they won't listen to her? Her exact reaction because she's like, fuck this shit and runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then all three of them run down the hill and jump in a bunker and manages to go underground. Know, there's something about the scene where they're running along the fields that I really liked. I think it was a good shot. You know, I think it was too. Well, I think it could have been a lot scarier. I would have liked yeah. them to scare it, to make it a bit more tense, I guess, but whatever, it was it was fine. They Because the, the ghost station people don't show up until like the last second as they're already kind yeah. of going down. You're like, not as tense yeah. as it could have been, I think. Could have been a bit, bit tenser. Um, and that's where we kind of leave them for the moment. Yep. Cool. Whatever. Mate, you're in an elevator. Back. You're in an elevator. Back at Fort Fulling Alone. <laughs> Back at Fort Fulling Alone Hope. Uh, Dolores runs into little old daddy. Yep. After having some conversations with people. Come in. Yeah, he's like over in the corner, being t- beaten up, and just yeah. being harassed, really, uh, as long as with a bunch of other people that they've got. And then Dolores is like, let him go. I need to talk to him. Dude's kind of just like, yeah. oh, little lady, you ain't going fucking. And then Teddy comes yeah. in like, do what she fucking says. Oh, fucking <laughs> dude. Like, she doesn't really need you, Teddy. Like, but, yeah. okay. Because <laughs> those guys weren't there when she took over. They came yeah, I later. guess. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then she goes into the room, Uh. tries to give, Teddy tries to give water and food to, to Peter. He refuses to take it. Yeah. Dolores explains that it's her father. And how she's upset seeing him this way because, of course, he's yeah. muttering absolute nonsense. Then she goes over, has you know, has this whole speech with him back and forth, just talking to him, even though he doesn't understand her, and you can tell that. Yeah. And then it's like his brain just clicks. It's like, oh, that's Dolores. His computer recognizing that it's his written-in daughter, I guess. I think this and the thing whole with Maeve with a daughter uh, evidence so they're not really sentient. Because why would she have... Like, she's just programmed to feel for him. It's all programming storytelling. Yeah. Well, it's no different than, like... Maeve knows that, that, that her daughter's not even from her current character yeah. profile. But there's still something... Because because she has access to all her information, I suppose, then we're supposed to be believing that that side of her, who she can now feel again, yeah. means she's now feeling that attachment to her. It's the same as Dolores, who has white in her, plus all the other variations or whatever, still has this side of her that's like, that's my dad. I also have, uh, I just remembered that I saw Evan Rachel Wood reply to a tweet saying that it was right that whenever she's white, she doesn't have an accent, but whenever she's Dolores, she has an accent. I suppose that makes sense. I always figure she just talks way more sternly when she's no. like in white mode. She's just like, yeah. I'm white. Well, I suppose it's like when she gives that speech, when she's hanging the people out, yeah. she's got like a little bit of an accent on. So I suppose it makes sense. Um, So Peter recognizes her, has a bit of a flash of his past, you know, starts muttering about, we're going to bring the horses in from the yeah. loop, go come in <laughs> like they're in the way. A bunch of just what, just, part of his storyline i guess that's leaking out so this actor's fantastic yeah i know he was the best part of this the best actor yeah. of the the season so far as well um he was also one of the best actors of the first season in his yeah. small parts just proving it over and over again because 
I forget. I kind of forget. This is how good his acting is. I forget yeah. that it's actually an actor doing the role. My yeah. brain, for some reason, is just literally like, that's a robot. Yeah. Because it's so realistically like a robot freaking out. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, no, that guy's really, really good. Um, then he starts muttering on about this train again. I don't know what yeah. this train thing is. I, I don't know if that's... like that, that's, In my mind, that's... If that whole canon where he's James D. Loss as well, that's him... Him, like, trying to force the program to say, get out of the park, get out of the park, get, get out, out of the park. park. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I was just always... Because he was supposed to get on a train to leave to go to wherever yeah. he was. Like, he was yeah. being taken, and then that all got fucked up, and then he got shoved in the park. So, yeah. either way, I suppose it works. Yeah. Um. Then we cut back to Maeve for a little bit in this little corridor scene, which was kind of funny, I guess. I, I wrote down one quote, which is, so Hector and Maeve are walking along they're talking yeah. blah 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 and then lee's looking at them because they begin holding hands as they're walking along so you know i love you baby. we'll go find yeah. my daughter and then we'll escape the park and go into the real world and we'll have a lovely life together and he's looking at him and you keep seeing these shots of him just being like the fuck is <laughs> going on and then he finally breaks and he's like what the fuck do you think he's used to doing yeah. and then he goes into this whole thing being like you're in love with her you were both written as characters who were quite happy to be aloners yeah blah, 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 blah. what the fuck is going on and then of course Hector's like oh you know once I woke up and I realized that I was part of a program I realized yeah. blah 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 I didn't actually love her etc 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 then he turns back to Maeve and starts saying like the love that I feel for you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But then Lee starts finishing yeah. the quote because it's Word actually something it, yeah. he writ written for him. Um, to which Maeve kind of gives a look at... I took the look as, you're right, but at the same time, like, they did write lines for us. Like, yeah. that's the life we're, we're dealing with. Like, yeah. she kind of just accepts that's what is going to happen, I guess, to some degree. Um, Interesting to note that uh, Hector is kind of like... Lee Rodium is what he wanted himself to be in the real world, and it's like based on a love story that he experienced. Yeah, so his partner or whatever left him. Which I wonder is that also is there actually pieces of Arnold in Bernard where Dolores goes, Is there even any other man in you who you're based off, or whatever? Yeah, there'd have to be some you'd think that's kind yeah. of the, the point, I guess. Um, so then we cut back to Fort Hope, where they're setting up for the big old battle. The big yeah. old battle. They're like, they're like, people are coming soon. There's fucking blah, 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 blah. They come out of the ground. No, they're coming out of the ground. Um, Bernard gets dragged into this room, though, and then Dolores shows up. The first was like, they have this cool little meeting again. You're like, oh, they're going to yeah. meet. It's going to be cool. But really, they're just like, whatever. Yeah. We're just, we're here. Um, she starts asking bernard who yeah as you said before who yeah. if she n knew what the man was like who who he was based on um to which he's like no not like yeah i'm program you're a program like yeah he just accepts what he is and talks like that um then she takes him in to see peter uh then they start going on about how he's never been outside yeah she has been etc 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 Dolores likes to point out and rub in his face that he never got to, like, he's never left the park. She, that's yeah. her high ground at the moment. It's like, she she remembers yeah. leaving the park, which is kind of why I'm on this this road now of being like, maybe she did, maybe that wasn't actually real. Because yeah. she seems, everything she seems to be doing is like, I've been out there. 
I've been yeah. out there. I've been out there. I've seen it all. You just don't yeah. know. Like I remember. Yeah. So it, it definitely like pulling the the carpet from under or the rug from under a type scenario. If they eventually they like reveal that it was yeah a park, a VR simulation, something yeah. along those lines, kind of fucks up her whole high ground for everyone. Being like, you don't mm. know. You haven't been out there like me. It's so great out there. Da, 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 da. Um, we cut back to Maeve for another second. Uh, they arrive at the end of the corridor. They hear a bunch of gunshots going off at the end. They're like, okay, fuck that shit. We'll turn around for a second. Yeah. Don't really want to go down there. Turn around. They see someone running down the corridor on fire, as you do. If they just walk from there, but okay. Uh, person being shot up by a flamethrower, by art. Armist, armistice 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 yeah um which another cool line that made me laugh of the show was when hector is staring at her <laughs> using the flamethrower and goes she has a dragon <laughs> i forgot about that that was great <laughs> which i thought about after all like did they know what dragons were it was like was fantasy written at that point like he's pro yeah. he's programmed like i suppose no okay but it's funny like the way he says it kind of like it was also a flicker of him being like falling for her again or something, yeah. you know, kind of like she has a dragon. His eyes yeah. like lit up as, as his ex lovers running down the corridor, fucking yeah. flamethrowing someone. I saw people online going, well, her flamethrower was like, they're just adding weapons willy nilly everywhere. I'm like, why wouldn't they have flamethrowers? Like, I don't feel like that's, I, I feel like it's too big of a jump to be like, oh, they had a flamethrower. Yeah. They got to burn down like, um, you know, bushes and shit like that, whatever, you know, mass burning of sections. Yeah. It might not even be for a weapon. It's meant for like, you know, it's clearing cool. out stuff to build shit or whatever, upkeep of the environment. Yeah. Have, have be, um, everyone's just assuming that it has to be a, uh, a weapon. Yeah. Which I don't think it was meant for. Anyway, so Armistice leads them back to the two surgeon dudes, Felix and Sylvester, um, who was sitting there. Armistice had put a grenade up on the chin between Sylvester and his shoulder so he could ne yeah. not move. He couldn't even call for help because he'd obviously have to move his to jaw yeah. for, to yell. So he was fucked. If they, if where he sneezed... Where, do you not remember where we left them last season? Oh, she ran off when she was like going to leave or whatever, you oh, know. Okay. Like, yeah. I can't remember exactly because I, I, yeah. I would have to go back and look. But it was, I, from memory, it was like, you know, she got her coat, she got her, yeah. like, all the clothes she needed to leave and was yeah. like, all right, I'm off. Yep, Bye. Yeah. Peace. I'm getting on my train now. See you later. Yep. Um, Armistice was last left uh, yep. with her door jammed in the... Her arm was jammed in the oh, door. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And we assumed she was going to die because there was a bunch yep. of people coming for her. But now you just have to make the believable jump that she managed to kill them all, which... Yeah. Sure. I mean... Yeah. Whatever. I'll believe that it. She's, killer, a, yeah, I guess. she's a big-ass killer. Yeah, no. She's written yeah. as that character and that's what she was proven to be. So I'll, I'll buy it, I guess. Uh, they all go back up in the, the elevator. Off to Merry Old Venture. I, I, I suppose that's where she gets the Luke Skywalker arm. Yeah, I suppose she gets... Because yeah. when she ripped it out of the elevator, I guess her skin yeah. all got ripped off or something. And that just reveals. Now she has yeah. a little glove on like Luke as well, like reveals yeah. it. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Um, so coming back to Fort Fall and Hope, Bernard is uh, looking over Peter. Yeah. Um, Dolores is in there watching. He says he's widely unstable, bouncing between old roles. Um, yep. There's some, I think, I couldn't actually quite catch the quote, the quote, but it was, he said something like, there's some jury rigger host into him or something along those lines, and it's yep. hiding a much bigger file behind it. Yep. Um, Dolores is like, what is it? 
He's like, oh, no, I'll try and find out and goes back to yeah. computer hacking. Charlotte, after we last saw her run off on a little horsey, uh, found her way into an underground section. The, yeah. I swear at this stage, it's oh, it's always like whenever a character's showing up in one of these underground sections or whatever, it's just right at the time that a bunch of people are like about to take off or just yeah. arriving. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. we just got here and was about to jump in these buggies. Charlotte's like, give me a vest, give me yeah. a gun, fucking yeah. scan me, use we're about to leave. Perfect timing. Yeah. All right, I needed it. I needed to arrive. So they all, they head back up into section 21 i don't know if it's worth noting exactly what section they're in but they made a, a note of it to yeah. to show you exactly what section it is so maybe don't know uh so you got a bunch of people entering the park now whole heap of soldiers whole heaps of people in beach buggies little june buggy in the westworld sand and then the, uh the, the <laughs> scouts which had been watching this happen they arrive back at the Fort Fallen Line Hope, and they shout at the general that the, the men are coming out of the ground. It's fucking yeah. weird. They're coming out of the ground. So then they, they talk over the battle plan, which is uh, they put dynamite or some sort of explosive, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they put it like under the ground there, out near the front of the, the fort. Yeah. And her plan is like, shoot them for a while, blah, 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 draw their attention in, and then when retreat. And then retreat yeah. back inside and then when they get really close we'll blow it all up yeah. and the general's like look we don't retreat yeah and she's like well you want to you want to win you're going to retreat and he's kind of yeah. like okay and then we'll, we'll do your plan just whatever as long as your men are with me or whatever then this this is what we're going to do this is what we're going to do um they cut back for to peter and bernard for a second uh peter is yapping shit what is the use of a violent kind of delightfulness if there is no pleasure in it? Which was mm. him quite, that was him in a certain character that I think we'd seen before when he said that yeah. line. It was like he qu completely got into a character, said that, yeah. and then dragged off and was like back to his like muttering, yeah. like constant, like blah, 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 between different storylines and stuff. But that didn't seem like a line from one of Peter's no, like, I don't stories. Recall. No. Seems like a different character or something yeah. like that. Um, so then. Bernard's, Bernard's still hacking away. He's getting somewhere. Burda, burda, burda. And then you see pop up on the screen. It says, one time key appears. is hacking yep. away. And then Bernard says, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so I I'm pretty sure this, this, this scene here just kind of confirms what we all thought from last episode, I guess, that it is um, Delos in there. Yeah. Like one big, That's one big file. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, it, it makes heaps of sense. I I think. I mean, they're all after him. Yeah, Dallas is all after him to get him back. He's so important. There's yeah. one huge file hidden behind yeah. a, a small file hiding. It. It's yeah. like how big would the file of a real human consciousness be? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and it's a huge file that's causing him to to mess up and yeah, fuck up and whatever else, which would make sense. Now. I think that instead of him using the key to read it all, he downloaded the file into himself. Yeah. And that's why he's all, all schizo and doesn't yeah. remember everything and all that kind of stuff. I think that is exactly what happens because yeah. that's... We'll get, we'll get to it when we get to it. But yeah. like later, he's you see him kind of injecting stuff or yeah. whatever and going over and he pulls it all out real quick. Yeah. And, and then, of course, knowing what he's like in the future 
flashing before stuff backwards goes da, 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 tries to hide i think yeah it makes sense if he's moved the file into inside himself yeah. but it it interests me as a character move like knowing what bernard bernard's like because yeah. it, it, his character this season is interesting because you don't really know who he's out for no you know? like he's not on the delos side but it's no. like whose side is he on he's not out yeah. to help dolores not out to help no no not at all so he's just out to i don't know like maybe just blow everything up prove yes, yeah prove it all to be crap or something he's very much out for himself i guess is the yeah. easiest way to say he's, he's not on dallas side he's not like on dolores side he's not on the man in black side he's i think he's just trying to survive i guess yeah yeah that makes sense but whereas yeah. in the first season of course he, he didn't know who him. he was yeah. and he was just running his his storyline i guess but then once again is he just doing his story? Yeah. If if you want to if you want to go down the road of being like behind the scenes of everything is fucking yeah. um, what's his name? Anthony Hopkins' character. Yeah. Uh, Robert Ford. Yeah, Ford. It's like you want to go and just say like Ford is still running everything from yeah. behind the the scenes. Then it's like Bernard's still doing what he's doing because that's what he's yeah. supposed to be doing. Dolores is Man of Black. He's yeah. just being pulled along a road, basically led by him as well. So. Yeah um so they 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 get out there as all the men are approaching in the weirdest formation of battle i've ever seen oh my god <laughs> look this is just so stupid <laughs> they're just walking down in a single like in a fucking single line like it's the fucking 1800s napoleonics <laughs> walking head on into all this fucking gunfire in a 45 position out maneuvered and then they ride in on their fucking dune buggies Hanging off the side, shooting fucking one arms like a Terminator. Yep. Oh my god. It was it was ridiculous. I I thought I was watching a Michael Bay movie. Oh, or something. Yeah. You know. This is so stupid. It like you, you don't even have to have training to realize if they you're getting shot at, you fucking go to cover or hit yeah. the ground or something like oh, yeah. that. I know. It's like it's not like either of us have had professional training of the video games. <laughs> or like movies and like general human human mind that goes hey yeah. uh we're in the middle of fucking nowhere there's nothing covering us but we'll just walk forward at a steady pace just like, like what's the plan how are they going to get into the fort they only had smgs and fucking june buggies i don't know my thing is always like with all the weaponry and everything they've got they pull up at the top of the hill pull yeah. out a rocket launcher or some sort of grenade launchers fucking uh. something i don't know explosive weaponry or some type shoot or from the very top of the hill get up there line up with a bunch of snipers something yeah. even just like 10 machine guns just yeah. mow the place to fuckery exactly but they have to march down <laughs> with the buggies i don't know maybe in their mind they're like it's, it'll be really cool like in the show to have this as a moment you know yeah. it'll, look, it'll look really cool it didn't look cool it didn't even look cool enough to make my brain go uh, yeah. oh, well. i could tolerate the, the target i can't tolerate this no, I thought this was this was pretty terrible. Um, so they, the Fort Fallen Hope side, they're all hiding and shooting and yeah. whatever else. They've been shot at. They're all shooting. Even the hosts are using cover. Yeah, they're a lot smarter. <laughs> they prove. Um, they. I did like the moment when they first see the buggies that the yeah. the hosts are kind of like, what the fuck oh, is that? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was a kind of cool moment, I suppose, to see that interaction and. This scene could have been a lot cooler, I thought. It had a lot of potential to be cool because it is interesting to see 
people from that period yeah um interacting it's, it's, with it's like watching games civilization where one faction is fucking cheated so, like, yeah. yeah yeah but that could have made it a way cooler scene there was potential yeah. there to have this be just this really interesting battle sequence between yeah. old and new but it's just pretty shit to be honest. even the host like because they're not awake or aware to what's going on like they could have like a breakdown like what they're facing like how can this exist and all that kind of stuff i think yeah you think if that was going to happen they would have done it at the machine gun or yeah the, i guess yeah uh, the, or seeing the people come out of the ground there's yeah. the, the people coming out of the ground oh, whatever um so the humans are, are winning basically just because their weaponry is better of course so they're they're coming along they they shouldn't be winning because their their tactic is nonsense <laughs> but they are winning simply because the weaponry is better yeah. i guess um so we cut back to Bernard and see the scene that I was talking about before, which is he pulls out his his cord or whatever he's yeah. doing. He's hacking away still on the body there as he, he's his people about to come in. And then he hides in the corner as two humans take Peter away. They're like, oh, here yeah. he is. Put him in the put him bag over his head or whatever and start dragging yeah. him outside. Uh, and Bernard doesn't look too fast because we're going under the assumption that he got what he wanted. He's got what he's wanted out there and is sweet fuck all in Peter now, so... And it was so stupid. Like, how do they manage to fucking come in the unlocked side door? Yeah, I don't know. They were ages oh, away, and it's oh. like if you're gonna if you could sneak in and get that easy and get what they wanted, yeah. Why didn't you just sneak in, take him, yeah, fuck off? No one would have seen you. No, nothing could have got in out without anyone seeing you. Apparently, I don't know. Little little covoid ops mission <sighs> didn't happen though. Um. So they pull back the soldiers, or attempt to pull back the soldiers from outside. They're like, oh, well, I'll retreat, retreat. Yeah. The, I'll give it one thing. Hearing the, like, retreat horn, or yeah. like, the music, or whatever you wanted, whatever it's yeah, officially called. Clothes, yeah. yeah, that was kind of cool, within yeah. the context of the, the scene. Um, well, the, the, the host side was cool. It's just yeah, It was just the, the other, other side, side didn't true. make any sense, yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. at least all their stuff was, their yeah. tactics made sense for them for what, the, yeah. for what they've got um yeah. and what their characters are and the time and everything um but yeah the and that horn thing oh no it just had way much potential but it just <laughs> it was ridiculous um so poor that thing dolores sees her father is being put taken away so she goes after him though much after marf peter old pt yeah. uh old pt um who has been shoved into the back of buggy out back with uh charlotte bunch yeah. of other people sitting in there so it's like charlotte's buggy drove around the back yeah parked there was like undetected you just go in covert yeah sends it two dudes just waits there no one's noticed she's out the back chilling yeah. they're only paying attention to the front and they could have literally just done this and not but okay so they stick peter in the thing and then dolores just charges out just shooting like a, a mad man and they're sitting there like fucking dickheads yeah <laughs> they wait till everyone's almost dead and then she goes drive yeah <laughs> I was like, oh, I was kind of hoping she'd just kill Charlotte randomly. That yeah. would have been good. That would have been pretty good. Um, worth, I think it's worth noting that, so Dolores takes a bunch of shots. It appears like it doesn't bother her at all. Yeah. Kind of like her, her programming's overridden the part that yeah, the, the pain, the pain, uh, receptors or whatever are turned off or something like yeah, that. It's like, or yeah. the part that would make her, you know, you, you've been yeah. wounded. You're a human. You've yeah. got to like heal yeah, this. Die now. Yeah. die now kind of thing. It's just like, that's all off. So she just takes yeah. hit, 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 just yeah. keeps moving, doesn't really matter. Very Terminator-esque. They're I literally suppose. Terminators. Yeah, they're 
but yeah, I mean, they basically are. <laughs> you got the metal hand in this yeah. episode and everything that's happening, so sure. Um, Universe, Delos is actually Skynet. <laughs> big twist. Like, it's been terminated series the whole time, guys. Um, so back in the, back on the other side of the fort, <laughs> where stuff's happening, um, yeah. the they lock the doors from the the inside with all of Dolores's people who yeah. all suddenly are wearing hoods. I don't know why. But yeah, that's random. Like, where where'd they get all these masks from? I don't know. They they've suddenly got a, a uniform. How do they see? Yeah, suddenly Dolores's people have a a unified uniform to wear, yeah. which is these these hoods. And who something. are they? Are they the Confederales from last time? Like, who are all these people? I think she's just picking up random people, I suppose, yes. along the way. I don't know. I, don't, I really don't know. I, it's odd. Either way, <laughs> they lock the, the doors, and then they shoot the explosives from up top and blow everyone the fuck up. Blow up all the idiots yeah. who were walking, their buggies. I don't see why they shot them through the door. <sighs> To ch- I suppose like the bullets would go through them to hit other people, but they wouldn't be expecting it because like they're people in front of the door, maybe. But they're only pistol caliber; they're not going to penetrate three or four people. Yeah, I suppose. Like maybe yeah. it was a barricade, like in front of the door, yeah. like a heap of dead bodies, just in case, kind of thing. I I really don't know. A lot really... of this episode did not yeah. make sense to me, the, yeah. especially surrounding anything happening at this fucking fort. Is <laughs> basically where a lot of the shits just going down and not making a whole lot of sense yeah. unfortunately um so Bernard tries to run away uh he doesn't get very far bumps into Clementine she knocks him the fuck out of back of the gun that's as, yeah. that's as far as we now up to date on Bernard's timeline as of this episode is knock the fuck out yeah. somewhere still not washing up on a beach quite yet not yet um Dolores tells Teddy to go shoot the the rest of the confederates yeah the ones that survived the, the ones that survived it was the leader of the last episode yeah so the the captain yeah. the whatever he is i can't recall yeah. um so him and the, a couple other dudes tells him she purposely gives him his gun also and yeah. it's it's kind of, it's a test thing is basically what it is i don't know if she's testing him for her his loyalty to her or testing if he's still running on his storyline well this is interesting because well as we get to it he lets him live he like he chastises him saying he's just like a a mindless gun and he calls him children because dolores described to teddy earlier in the episode that they're just a bunch of children they don't understand and he yeah. lets him go and then dolores is all disappointed i think this is <sighs> Teddy is the first one to get true sentience because he has two different types of programming. He's got programming that conflict each other and he's forced to make a choice where his one programming is follow Dolores, everything she does. And the other programming, as you remember, was kill Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Antagonist to Wyatt. So he's mm-hmm. a duality point there. Um, Maybe that's what she's testing for. Yeah. I guess. Um, because, I mean, she is watching the entire time. It's not... It is really yeah. not about... She doesn't really want them dead. Or actually, if... The moment she thought he wasn't going to kill them, she would just walk up and shoot them and be like, just fucking... Oh, yeah. here they are dead. It is more a test. And the moment yeah. she sees him fire off the gun, like, fake shoot him, so there's a bullet, like, mark behind him or whatever, 
Um, yeah. She's kind of just looks like, oh god, here we go. And she just walks off. She doesn't see it through to the end to see what happens. Doesn't yeah. need to wait to see if anything else happens. She's just, she's like, dear, dear Teddy, walks off. Yeah. So, um, whether well, we here's, see... Here's something from Teddy said about White in season one, episode three. Um, the way I heard it, White is a mercenary, forces his men to wear the bones and flesh of their enemies their masks it's the men underneath them to be afraid of wide's got them so twisted around they'll do anything for him kill anyone pain doesn't slow them they don't fear death they reckon they've already died and gone to hell and this is it but then later when he remembers he was part of that storyline he goes white was my sergeant my friend well then everything everything changed White disappeared while out of maneuvers and he came back with some strange ideas. He claimed this land didn't belong to the old natives or the new settlers, that it belonged to something that had yet to come, that it belonged to him. So it's very uh, prophetic. It's all making a lot more sense when we're currently looking at this season, I guess. Yeah. Like all that stuff said. It also supports the whole it's still playing out a story storyline, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it literally even says that, like we were talking about the mask thing before. Yeah. They're literally just wearing masks. Uh, we yeah. don't, it's not the bones of their enemies, but I mean, no, it's not. Yeah, but it's still a version of something. Still a version of because you can take that the what his story is a yeah. exaggeration, a, a story of yeah, going on, going on. Um, but that's interesting. That is, especially with this show, knowing yeah. that just judging the writers and how well they are at setting up stuff to pay off yeah. so long ahead. So I think we're heading for a Teddy vs. Dolores. Point. Yeah, I think that makes sense. But uh, Dolores wins because Teddy yeah. is dead. Or is he? Oh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> well, Teddy wins from what we... Teddy dies from what we know of. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's... As soon as you see Dolores walk off, it's... Is she gonna... Yeah. Is that what we're, we're looking for? Is that she gonna end up having to, yeah. to turn on Teddy eventually? Or, yeah. or is Teddy gonna try and kill her and just lose that battle, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. We'll f find out soon. On da 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 da. Um, so they're still at four. Leave him there. She walks off, whatever. Uh, we cut back to the, the river's edge where the tiger is now washed up on the shore and so has the uh, the lady from the Raj uh, Before we move on, like, it's also important to note that she has abandoned the whole quest of the, what she was on and sending all her forces out to find her father. She's abandoned the whole white thing. I guess unless she send, send everyone out in every corner to find him, unless she thinks he's more important to watching. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, the woman washes up, and she washes up, and she looks up, and she sees Ghost Nation. Three dudes yeah. standing there looking at her. Yeah. Um, so to talk about Ghost Nation. Uh, Maeve couldn't control them yep which also comes back to a season one episode where Stubbs couldn't control them also yep um the Hemsworth dude yep he told them to do something they wouldn't stop they wouldn't stop so yep. since then the question has been was that just a little glitch like because season one you could pass it off at the time I think because yep. a lot of people were glitching out you know yep. hosts were glitching out here there left right saying little yep. slight things blah 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 so I think at the time it, a lot of us would have just been watching yeah, it. You played it off, yeah. You played off as, uh, he was glitching. That's yeah. not good. Because, of course, we had a, a host go crazy and, like, that was a bad glitch where, yeah. like, violent 
against uh, a, a guest or a human, yeah. whatever. So it's easy to pass it off. Now looking at it, with May having the control over old guests, uh, yeah. hosts to be able to do whatever she... Tell them to do this, blah, 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 blah. She has no control over me. Either. So they're running, I think it's easy to say, they're running on a completely different system. Yeah. They're in c- control. Whoever is in control of them is not the same as the, the rest the of the popul- The popular theory is that, remember that girl in the first season that found the signal that was being sent out of the park and then she disappeared? Yes. Elise was her name. Yeah. So the popular theory is that she is has control of them and she's i guess trying to bring it down from the inside and she's trying to rescue guests because that's why they wanted to take lee yeah just give me lee and you can keep going like yeah that would make sense it's why they didn't kill Stubbs when he couldn't control them yeah that that, yeah well i mean someone's behind them yeah definitely if it's not her you could you can make the argument i suppose that it's like ford had them set on a different yeah uh, different wiring path or yeah. whatever you want to call different it, different system with yeah. different wavelength. Um, and that's still playing off. I don't know. And someone else got yeah. control of that. I suppose it could be Elise. That would make sense. But it's they're going to become very important. I suppose this yeah. season. It's uh, and considering we only saw them a couple times in the first season. Yeah. And you know you only really heard about them as said at the start of the episode being described as like this you know big violent go out there like end level boss of westworld you have to go all the way out several days trip blah 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 just described as this big bad level um didn't 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 think much about them i suppose just like whatever yeah uh but now after this it's it's like they're going to play an important integral role into what's going down in westworld i suppose would be surprised if we see a lot more of them each episode even if sort of just goes to show that it's another party in play where there's ford men in black delos dolores mave fucking now the ghost nation then bernard there's all these different things working things against happening, each other. yeah yeah it's gonna be so interesting to go back and watch the show once it's finished i feel like yeah even now going back to season one knowing what you know everything it'll be so much different so much different yeah yeah and you'll pick up on little things more i feel like yeah like that, like even that scene where you're like, yeah, the ghost nation thing, yeah. ghost nation. Now you, in the All future, the now you're out. just like, oh, that means a lot more than it did the initial time I watched it, yeah. where I didn't even think about it. Um. Okay. So the last scene we get this episode is with Maeve and Co. They're walking along. They come up out of the ground. They, they say that they're in the very north of the park or northern regions yeah. of the park. Snow's falling. Very wintry looking scenery. Um. Fire, uh, mental blank on his name, the one of the doctor dudes or whatever. No, yeah. or was it Lee? That no, was Lee. Sorry, it was Lee. Yeah, Lee finds a head with a helmet. Yeah, he was digging in the snow while the rest of them are preoccupied by a fire. Yeah, so there's a fire in the middle. They all walk over that. He's like, oh, there's a helmet here. Goes to dig it out. Maybe thinks it's uh, one of his people yeah. or something, I suppose. Whatever. Digs it out. Someone with a helmet on, uh, head chopped off. Like, yeah. okay he automatically realizes yeah what the fuck is going on here he yeah. freaks out maven the rest of them are walk, walk, looking around the park they're all the fire they're like oh this is i don't know what's, yeah. what's going on here this is cool and then he he runs at them yeah we gotta get out of here as soon as we yeah. go, we gotta fucking leave blah 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 and they're all like why next second you see a shogun warrior come yeah. charging out of nowhere sword raised yeah. cool way to end the episode i feel like like a decent yeah. cliffhanger definitely um 
I didn't think was getting to Shogun World for... Because they, they only put out the episode titles for episodes 1 to 5 so far. Oh, okay, yeah. So episode 5 is called something very, you know, japanese yeah. or whatever, however you want to describe it. It's yeah. very much like, oh, that must be the Shogun World episode. That's yeah. when we're going to go there. So I, was, I didn't think we'd see him until end of episode 4 or, or not until episode 5, I guess, because that yeah. was the episode name. But we're seeing him next next week, unless we're not going to yeah. see Maeve at all for a whole episode, which I doubt, because she's like one of the main characters of the show, I guess. Which is important to note that this episode we didn't get any Man in Black either. All yeah, women. or flashbacks to. Yeah. Well, I suppose that's Man in Black in whole, really. So it's like, yeah, they're not going to flashback to Young William stuff without actually having Man yeah. in Black in the, the episode. But last week's episode was heavy. Yeah, Man in Black, I suppose. Yeah. Um. Cut him off a little bit this week. Got to have that epic Fort Fall Line Hope battle. No yeah. time for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they did that. Um, so the description for Shogun World from the website, which went up on the Delos fake website thing. Uh, for those of whom Westworld is not enough, the true concierge of gore can indulge their fa fantasies with the slash of a katana. Modelled after Japan's Edo period, Shogun World offers a chance for guests to embrace their inner warrior in a landscape of high, highest beauty and darkest horror. Let your true self take shape in a land where self-discovery is an art form. So, Shogun World, I think, and I've said in the interviews and stuff behind the scenes, is supposed to be the most fucked up park yeah. that you can go into. Um, I, it just makes me think of the people who... Have you watched um, Hostel? Yes. Yeah, so Hostel is literally about, like, rich people yeah. paying money to torture people them. and yeah. fuck their bodies up and cut their limbs off just basically for entertainment. I yeah. feel like Shogun World fits that sort of thing. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it's, like, it probably costs more than Westworld, I imagine, but you can go in there yeah. and you, you get the you get to torture people with samurai swords yeah. and whatever else you want to do, messed up stuff. Yeah. Um, and they've said that, so the Shogun world is the, the thing they put the most money into. Like, they wanted it to actually be a fairly decent-looking yeah. uh, park. They didn't want it to be just, like, a one-off scene. I, I don't think we're going to see Raj world again. I don't... No, no, I think we've seen all that we needed to. To see of that world. There's nothing else we need to go back to. And they but... introduced that character, which was, I think, all it was there for. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, But I think Shogun world, we're going to see several times over in, like, a few different yeah. scenes places so i think they needed to expand it a bit um how do you think because you got the dude charging at yeah it's they're automatically like trying to cliffhang you but yeah. maybe it's just going to be like stop yes yeah, stop or hector shoots him or something like that yeah it's not yeah. <laughs> um because i think it's more to go oh fuck this is where we are as opposed to they're in danger they're, yeah let's suppose yeah. that that's fair um we get so she's gonna go there we know this much yeah from the trailers we see her in the trailer wielding a katana yeah um what why and what reason would they have to go from where they are currently to shogun world when she's still trying to find her daughter is my question i don't i don't think they're there purposefully i think they accidentally ended up there because they there was a scene when they were walking through the tunnels and I know Maeve goes like, which way is it? And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. I'm kind of rusty. I've been down here for a long time. Okay. So I think they've wound up there accidentally. Do you think they're actually in Shogun World now? Or do you think they're oh, on the edge I, of Westworld? I would think so. Yeah, because 
I don't think anywhere in Westworld would have that snowy climate. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, which also fucks me up more because it just supports the theory that they have some sort of weather control. Yeah, because if they're all kind of like <laughs> within walking distance of each other, you've got now you've got fucking tropical humid climate to dry arid desert to fucking snowy mountains. Yep. Uh, just, That's why I liked it better when it was like separate islands or whatever. Yeah. Kind of made more. I could buy it a bit more with the yeah. separate islands, like several hundred kilometers at least, or something yeah. away from each other. But nope, it's one big island with at least. I six think it's parts. gonna be a whole like landmass, a whole country. I think in my mind. <laughs> End of season, they just zoom yeah. out to like Game it's of Thrones level map, just like yeah. shows it's Australia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we have all those different types of climate. Oh, it's 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 it is true. Um, I'm so I'm looking forward to next week's episode. I've been looking forward to seeing the the Shogun world ever since. I think they yeah, my most, the thing I enjoy the most out of this is just not not so much answers, but you got more of an idea of the layout of the whole dealer center, I guess. Bit more park law. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, I. Th- the, mo- the best moment in this episode for me personally was seeing that bridge when she's trying to escape yeah. from the large world. That was yeah. like, that just like filled in a very big puzzle piece yeah, in exactly. the, the, the park lore for me that yeah. I, I needed to know. So I was quite happy to, to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was, <laughs> let me help you. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just following my convictions. <laughs> it's going to be so funny how he gets from there to, yeah, um, getting shot. <laughs> getting shot a bit later. Yeah, unless he's like standing there, like, no nah, man, like let me. I was just trying to help some. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to help some help some people out, and then blah blah blah. No one just leave me alone. All right. Uh, I I think next week's episode will be interesting. Um, there's this. I don't want to talk too much about it. We're only three episodes in. Bring it up as a proper talking point eventually. But each week, I kind of look on Twitter, see people, you know. I see a lot of people talking crap on this season so far, saying yeah. that writing's not as good. I've yeah, also, theories... I saw someone saying on Reddit that they weren't engaged, like it felt like it was going so slow. And where I also agree with another person comment said, I feel like I've watched a whole season of television and it's only been three season, three episodes. I feel like a lot is happening very yeah. fast. Um, I don't feel like the show's running slow at all. No, um, no. Some sloppy scenes like the, the fort scene and, yeah, I think some of the writing's been off, but I feel like the, some of the writing's been off on purpose. And yeah, purposefully, yeah. I feel like that could be a, a topic for next week or the week after, or maybe around episode five, but um, I feel like some of the writing is being done purposely bad for the characters because yeah. they're saying a script, you know? Yeah. So that, yeah. that's why they're not, they're not human. They're literally reading a shitty script, yeah. which plays into it i think um, yeah there's some cool theories you can have around that i guess and it comes to the whole who's who's really off their leash and who's yeah. still on the leash everyone's on their leash exactly let's buy that um everyone's host everyone's a host <laughs> <laughs> literally everyone was always a host final episode it zooms out and there's a kid playing a video game fuck i'd love that so much and just say <laughs> troll it would be so good i'd love it so much um where can people follow you if they want to talk some westworld with you nick uh at lord and prior p-r-i-o-r Follow me on Twitter at VivalDil, V-I-V-A-L-A-D-I-L. Um, you can watch this show on Twitch when it's live. Uh, to keep up with that, follow ExplosionPod on Twitter. You can watch it on YouTube when it's not live. YouTube.com slash 
Oh shit! YouTube.com slash explosion network. <laughs> That's like years of saying the thing. YouTube.com slash explosion network, um, and you can catch it on the audio form. All good podcasting services, mm. iTunes, whatever the fuck else you use. I don't know. It's like iTunes. Explosionnetwork.com. Yeah, explosionnetwork.com for all the great things. Explosionvivaldil.com. Whatever. <laughs> Leave me alone. I didn't finish it. Shh. <laughs> Shh. Shh. It never happened. Um, until next week. Bye bye. Bye.